Welcome to Anchored in Christ Ministry. I am your host, Keon Patrick. I am a certified biblical counselor. I have been actively providing biblical counseling services to the community of believers for almost a decade. I have worked in all aspects of family services for a period of 15 years. In addition to my certification in biblical counseling, I hold two master's degrees and I am actively pursuing my advanced postgraduate degree in marriage and family therapy. On this podcast, I counsel characters in the Bible. I use their experiences to draw correlations to the issues faced in modern day relationships and to demonstrate how to use God's word to identify and resolve relational conflicts. I am intentionally exploring these issues as they may result in the discovery of many of our root or generational problems. Relationships and family are wonderful, but we don't always get along or treat each other well. Come join me on this quest for self-awareness, development, and growth through the examination of our biblical ancestors. I want to thank God for you and your family. I pray that you are spiritually, mentally, and physically healthy in Jesus' almighty name. I pray that God grants you safe traveling mercies as you journey throughout life, as you maneuver from one phase to the next. May God continue to keep his watchful eyes over your existence. Amen. for joining me on today's show. My special guest for today is Adam and his wife Eve. Adam called the show Seeking Counseling over a recent marital indiscretion. He describes himself as a healthy man, a believer. He says he has a relationship with God. He says when he takes long walks, he frequently talks with God. Adam says he works in the Garden of Eden and is responsible for dressing and maintaining the upkeep of the garden. He also says he's responsible for naming all of the animals in the Garden of Eden. Adam gives God credit for introducing him to his wife, Eve. Adam says he knows with bold assurance that his wife was designed and made just for him. Adam calls his wife a gift from God. Adam describes his relationship with his wife, Eve, as one sharing one flesh. He says he has a very close relationship with her and there is nothing he would be ashamed of to disclose to her. But he says he called the show this time because something's changed, something's different, and he can't quite point his finger or put his finger on it. But he says he knows it happened when Eve had a conversation with the next door neighbor. Eve describes herself as a healthy young woman in her childbearing years. She sees herself as Adam's helpmeet. Eve opened up about the recent marital indiscretion. 
the one which Adam called the show about. She states that she was in the garden when a neighbor, Mrs. Serpent, questioned her about the one forbidden rule. Eve admits that she felt confident in her understanding of the rule, but the neighbor, Mrs. Serpent, presented a different perspective. Eve said never before did she consider this alternative view to the garden's forbidden rule. Eve acknowledged that her eyes were opened and that she felt content with this new interpretation of the garden's rule, as presented to her by Mrs. Serpent. Eve states that she was surprised that Adam is upset with her for communicating with the neighbor and for sharing and receiving this alternative view, especially since she and Adam both accepted the serpent's fruit pie. Eve says she remember consuming that pie with great delight. She and Adam both did. However, their relationship took a drastic change suddenly. Adam and Eve admit that there was this shift. They found themselves not being able to be vulnerable in front of each other. They started hiding from each other and from God. Something was different and they couldn't understand it. shares that he was confronted by his boss, God. Adam states that God asked if he had broken the rule and Adam blamed his actions on the woman, the one that his boss had assigned to him. And then Adam admitted that he did in fact break the rules. Eve stated that she was also called into the meeting and she blamed the neighbor, the serpent. Eve claims to have been tricked by the neighbor. Lastly, God, the boss, called the neighbor, the serpent, into the meeting and informed everyone of their consequences of their actions. To the serpent, the serpent was demoted to the lowest ranking position amongst its peers. The serpent and Eve were never friends again. Adam lost his job. He and Eve were forced to move out of the garden. The only job he could find required him to work in harsh conditions. Eve experienced difficulty during childbirth. The hardship that Adam and Eve faced once they had to leave the Garden of Eden became almost unbearable. I'd like to talk to you all for a while and and just to really start to put this this scripture into context of our lives. And I'm going to ask some really simple questions that I just want you to think really deeply, really profoundly. Who in your life have you given authority to? Is there someone in your life that has caused you to think that wrong is right and right is wrong? Has this person's influence in and over your life caused you to lose spouse, house, home, family, job, and community? It is important that we do not allow just any person to speak into our lives and over our family. It is critical that marital matters be discussed in the confines of the marriage. 
if the discussion is going to go outside of the marriage, then it is necessary that both you and your spouse are in agreement as to whom you will seek advice and guidance from. This biblical story is relevant to so many married couples today, so many couples in general. All too often, couples express difficulty speaking with their spouse. Let's think about that for a moment. You can't talk to the person with whom you're living and doing life with, the person that sees you at your best and your worst. This should never be normal or accepted. I encourage you today to make a greater effort to speak openly and honestly to your spouse. Start to tell them about your heart. Do not attack them with your words, but rather share how you have noticed a change in the marriage, in the relationship, and how the change is impacting you emotionally, mentally, and physically. Allow yourself to be vulnerable and transparent with your spouse. If by chance you cannot confidently express yourself with spoken words, then I encourage you to write them down. This part of the show is called Biblical Discussion. Most often when we learn about Adam and Eve, we are taught about blame shifting the disobedience, and the introduction of sin and the fall of man. Today, I would like to introduce a new discussion regarding Adam and Eve. My focus is going to be on Genesis 2.17. I'm using the King James translation. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it. For in that day thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. Even without the ability to discern good and evil, man still chose evil. Adam and Eve did not need this skill because there was not evil with them. Adam and Eve only had knowledge of good. I can say that because in Genesis chapter 1, we read of God's creative process and formation of the earth, and God called it good. Genesis 1.31 I can make some assumptions. Actually, I have made some assumptions. Is it possible that Eve did not have a mature or secure relationship with God? Did Eve not understand the garden's, God's world, God's word, the garden's rule? Is it possible that Eve did not know God as well as Adam did? Or was her disobedience a direct response to maybe some infraction in her relationship with Adam. Could the discussion that Eve had with the serpent have caused Eve to question God's motive because Eve did not fully know God? Let me first say this. Eve was aware of the garden rule because she repeats it. Right before her and the serpent have their discussion, Eve repeats the garden rule. That's found in Genesis chapter 3, verses 2 and 3. And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the tree of the garden, but, verse 3, 
of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God hath said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. And then, of course, in verse 4, the serpent replies, And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die, verse 5, For God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened. And yes, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. So, is it possible that what Eve was truly questioning was her relationship? When do you find yourself questioning someone's word? Perhaps when we, because see, this is all about relationships, right? So I think most of us will question when a person says or does something when we're not certain about our relationship. We're not certain about the role they're really playing in our lives. And I'm one of that, I would like to make the assumption that there's a strong likelihood, a strong possibility that Eve was still very much insecure, immature in her relationship with God. Many of us are, right? Many of us are. We question God's word all the time. And so we're just seeing that Eve did it too. Let's take a look at some supporting scriptures, right? In the book of Colossians, chapter 2, verse 8. Beware, lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit, after after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. What Colossians 2.8 is telling us is that don't get caught up in the fancy fads and the traditions and you know, the trend that's going on right here, right now. Stand firm on truth and what we know to be truthful. Let's take a look at another scripture. 1 Corinthians 3, 19 through 20, verses 19 through 20. For the wisdom of this world is foolishness with God, for it is their own craftiness. Verse 20. And again, the Lord knoweth the thoughts of the wise, that they are vain. That introduction or that that interaction with the serpent and Eve, that was vanity. That was one of those, oh, I know something you don't. But in reality is that Eve had all of the information that she needed for her to continue to have a beautiful life. So what I'm saying to you is your wife She may not be perfect. Your husband, he may not be perfect. But do the two of you together, do you fit? Does your relationship work together? And so now you have this outsider, this person coming to you and telling you, oh, he or she could be better than the one that you have. We see what happened to Adam and Eve because they thought that they were missing something. They allowed someone else to come into their lives to tell them something was missing in their relationship, in their life, in the way that they were living, and they lost everything. They went from having a good life to having a hard life. 
Let's look at Hosea, Hosea 4, 6, chapter 4, verse 6. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge because thou hast rejected knowledge. I will also reject thee that thou shalt be no priest to me seeing thou hast forgotten the law of thy Lord, of thy God. I will also forget thy children. Here's the answer to that. Proverbs 1.7 The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but the fool despise wisdom and instructions. When God tells us that we've rejected knowledge or because we lack knowledge, it means knowledge of him. Because we don't have full knowledge of God, full awareness of him, this is why we're being destroyed. This is why our families are being destroyed. This is why our relationships are being destroyed. So how do you get knowledge of God? Well, first of all, you have to read God's word. For any of you that's been in school, and that's everyone, right? We've all been to kindergarten, preschool, first grade. In order for you to learn One, the teacher teaches you, right? But then they give us homework. And the purpose of homework is so that you can go back on your own and study the thing that was taught in the classroom. And the Bible is the same way. So you go to church on Sunday, you attend Bible school on Wednesday, and you have a preacher there, and that minister is ministering to you. But it's your responsibility now to go back into the Bible, to the scripture, And to see for yourself if the things that that person said is accurate, is it truthful. And the reason why you do this is so that someone else can't come along and give you false doctrine, can't make you think that your right is wrong or that wrong is right. So in order for you to prevail, in order for you to overcome, you have to have knowledge of God. And there's so many different biblical translations now. So King James is what I choose to use, but there's so many and they're much easier to understand. So I I am employing you. I'm pleading with you to go and study the word for yourself. And one more scripture for this month's um, podcast, Proverbs 9.10. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the holy is understanding. The knowledge of the holy is understanding. Proverbs 9.10, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. When, when, when the Bible says fear God, it's talking about a reverence. You know, when you have a relationship with someone that you just give them the utmost respect, excuse me, You give them the utmost respect. That's what this fear is. When you see scriptures say fear God. He wants us to trust him. He wants us to respect him. He wants us to honor him. He wants us to be obedient to his word. Proverbs 9.10 The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and the knowledge of of the holy is understanding and the knowledge of the holy is understanding in my life I've only known one thing to be holy and that is God so my having knowledge of holy my having knowledge of God will bring to me will increase in me 
understanding. I pray you get understanding. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. New episodes are uploaded the first Monday of every month. Don't forget to subscribe, tell a friend, leave a rating, and a review. Thank you for sharing your time with me. I pray God's word continue to reveal his purpose in your life. Be blessed and remember God loves you and so do I. Anchored in Christ Ministry is a fee-for-service biblical counseling ministry. The ministry is located in the Lehigh Valley, Pennsylvania area. To schedule your counseling session, please visit the ministry website at www.anchoredinchristministry.com or drop me an email at anchoredinchristministry2017 at gmail.com. Sessions are conducted in person, by phone, or via Zoom. Starting January 2023, the ministry will conduct group counseling sessions via Zoom. Check out the website for ministry blogs, mini clips, and group session topics 